All right. Hello. Check, check. Is this thing on? Is this thing on, Ari? It is. I hear you. Okay. Well, Vegas hopefully hears somebody you. hears us. Hi, everyone. <laughs> we're back. We think we're back. We think we're back here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. My man Ari in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm in the home studio, and apparently we've had some kind of big power glitch, maybe, Ari? It is, is that what kind of happened? The word outage came, and then, then a lot of yelling, and <laughs> well, know, okay, well, trying to get people some technical to get difficulties have happened, yeah. as far as we know, when it comes to what got us off the air, and we're not even 100 percent sure if we're on the air at this point. So we're going to actually send some text to the powers that be <laughs> and see uh, if we are on, and we're going to try to. So I guess if we, if you want to send us a text, uh, you could do that six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. I would say call, but I don't think our phone lines are uh- working quite yet but wait it says that we're restored so i think we do have some sound now uh so we should be good um yeah i don't know <laughs> this should, is should funny we just drop some f-bombs and see if no 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 no, no, no what are you I'm doing kidding, i'm kidding come on now i'm the producer i'm the first one that's gonna hey man that. look the way you said it though you had <laughs> conviction in your voice yeah See you that? had conviction in your voice, you brother. You conviction. You should have seen me trying to solve this problem here. Oh, I already know. <laughs> I already know. Well, let's let's go ahead as we uh, continue on with the show. We do believe. Again, you can feed, hit us some f- feedback at 69187, keyword R&R. That's the text line. Uh, we do appreciate you in your patience. But, uh, Ari, the big breaking news is oh, yeah. Trey Lance is on his way to Dallas. Trey Lance is on his way to the Dallas Cowboys. This is from Adam Schefter just a couple minutes ago while we were kind of in delay and in limbo. We were supposed to have Nick Shook, but we already kind of kind of wrote him off for the for the day, which is unfortunate. We have a really good interview, I think, planned for him, and it was going to involve Trey Lance as well, the conversation. But we find out that Trey Lance, the 49ers, are sending their former number three overall pick, Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys, for a mid-round pick. Maybe maybe multiple picks, who knows? But Trey Lance now gets a fresh start in Dallas. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome that it happened that quickly, right? And I think that that gives him an opportunity to go and do some things in Dallas, and that really puts a lot of pressure now on Dak, right? What kind of pressure does that put on Dak Prescott to have a big year? Because now money. he's got a he's got a young dude that may be somebody. Don't know that he is, but he might be somebody right behind him. Yeah. Amen. And by the way, real quick, thank you to everyone, uh, and specifically Raider 66. We are back. Uh, okay. Q and I, at least. <laughs> yeah. Rolling, yeah. Well, like, this through. is just the bare bones. I mean, let, we could take you behind the scenes. This is all the way bare bones. There ain't no production. There really ain't no phones. There ain't a whole lot of anything, right? I mean, I mean as, as far as, I don't know, like I said, I, we, were, we were supposed <laughs> to have Nick Shook on, and I was hoping that we were going to be able to get him, but uh, I don't think that we're going to be able to at this point. Compensation update, the Cowboys are sending a fourth-round pick. Trey Lance, it took the Niners three first-round picks to move up and get him. Mm. And in return, the Cowboys are sending a fourth-round pick to San Francisco for Trey Lance. That's not too bad. I'm actually not mad at that trade at all. right? I thought it was pretty awesome that, that he's going to get an opportunity to go somewhere else and see what he can do. But, I mean, for the Cowboys to only give up a fourth-round pick, that's not – that's nothing. That is nothing, and, and if it ends up working out, that's, that's, a, that's really a big move. That's a smart move by the Dallas Cowboys. That lets you know, at least that lets me know, that there's a little bit of doubt in their mind that Dak Prescott is really the guy moving forward. Like if Dak doesn't go and get something done this year, all of a sudden he could be, he could be in a world of hurt. That's, that's going to be very, 
Very interesting. Uh, Raider James in San Rafael said, Q, you're on. Wow. <laughs> Good luck to Trey Lance. What if Purdy was a fluke and Trey becomes the next Pat Mahomes? Oh. <laughs> Man, that would suck, right, for, for the 49ers. Wow. Oh, Cowboys fans would be even more insufferable. Yeah, I said it. Right? We but got a, a text from the 510. Where you, where you been? You're back. Yeah, we don't know where we've been. We really don't. We've just been in this uh, – in this world of, uh, like, all of a sudden we were in in the midst of something great, something fantastic, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, we we're gone. Yeah. And I was there like, all right, where you at? All right, what are you doing? <laughs> also, we have the vi- the video. He and I, uh, Q and I, are, are looking at each other for the video, so my mouth's moving, his mouth's moving, but. <laughs> we ain't hearing nothing. <laughs> nah. And I'm still talking because I didn't know that we weren't on air. That's the funny thing. True pro. Show I must go on. I did, I'm still talking. I had no idea. I couldn't hear Ari, and I could tell he's trying to communicate with me. But I didn't want to, you know, stop and, and sound like I didn't know what I was doing, so I just kept talking. I kept saying whatever I was saying. I was in the middle of something good. At least I felt <laughs> like I was in the middle of something good. You know, the body starts feeling good. I, like, I was in the zone. And then all of a sudden I see Ari walk off, and I was like, okay, <laughs> hold on. Ari stop doesn't like her. that take. <laughs> Ari walked off, and then it's like, you know when you get mad and you start air punching? <laughs> like, Ari started throwing a fit like that Little Leaguer did when he got thrown out at home the other day. Oh, You start throwing a fit in the air, and I was like, wait a minute. I haven't seen Ari light up like that in a long time. No, because that's how passionate I am about keeping this show and keeping Raider Nation's oh, I'm not ears mad on at us. So. Oh, what did I, I tell you, no, I I tell you when you came back? You I was like, good. oh, you did right. <laughs> By the way, Vegas Pete, I'm joking, but I did not knock us off the air as your, as your text says. No, no, he didn't. He did not. Matter of fact, he was, he was oh, angry and trying to find a way to knock us back on the air. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, and that's, that's why we rock with Ari, because Ari, uh, he takes a lot of pride in that. Yeah, I did uh, not do what I sometimes do in the, in the past, which is, like, to hit, hit the board. So I didn't do that. Yeah, so that's well, a good why would thing. you do that? The, the board's never gonna lose. Man. Nah, back in the day, sometimes that, that would help things. But that that's, never, old, that's there's old never radio. been a time in the history of anything oh. that punching something worked. It might have temporarily worked, but did you have to do it again? Hey, listen, Q. That's, did you have to do it again though? Yeah. Okay. It <laughs> didn't gonna, fix it then. That, that's how we. That's just how we do things around. It's like here. putting duct tape on <laughs> something. Yeah, it'll work for the time being, but it's not a fix. You know. Well, we here, but we here. So. Man, this guy. This guy. I'm glad you've grown out out of that. <laughs> well, this is older. This is old stuff too. I feel like Natalie, our GM, is is currently listening, and so I'm I'm trying to walk this back. I never yeah, hit yeah, anything. Oh, yeah. uh, Natalie's got your back. She knows nah, what's up. She's great. She's she's over there in the trenches too, trying to get. Oh, us I know. So. Hey, if there's somebody that's in the trenches right now, grinding it out, it's it's going to be Natalie. I promise yep. you that. You want to talk about someone who you know? There's people that are in position of power where they just kind of delegate everything to everybody else and kind of CEO everything. Oh, man, she gets in the trenches. She rolls up her sleeves, man. She's ready to go. Sometimes I'm like, hey, man, uh, let me go grab that box for you. You know what I mean? Like I get, I literally get mad when she's walking around the hallway with a box in her hand because I'm like, why why is everyone in the building watching Natalie walk around with boxes? Not that she can't carry them because she can. She can do anything she wants in the building, you know, without our help. But it's like, Y'all mama ain't raised you right, man. You see you see Natalie walking around the building with a box in her hand, man. You better be like, oh, let me help you. No. Hey, I'm trying to learn them, man. Yeah. I'm trying to learn them. Oh, here's a good text, by the way, okay. to cut in. That silence we heard is what we need to do on the field for the opposing fans to sound like. I like it. That's what we were going for. Making the opposing fans be silent? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like with that. that. I'm with that. that that'll work. I, I don't have a name on this one, but thank you for the tweet. Was it from the 707? I like it. From the 707. Shout them out. 
So there you go. So, yeah, so we're back again. I mean, we're basically, if you look at the time and it's 4.30, we got about 30 more minutes of this. <laughs> Commercial free I mean, yeah, man, back in the day, that used to be, a, that used to be a, like a, a, a promotion. Right. Well, you no. know, and it used to be when I was on music radio back in the day, right? It was so funny, but way back in the day it, when we didn't have no commercials, like the salespeople didn't do a good job of selling it. So it'd be like commercial free weekend. And, <laughs> and it would be like, it would be like, that's the coolest thing. And, and listeners would be excited, but that was not really good because the commercials are what pays the bills. So when you had a commercial free weekend, that means that the salespeople weren't doing their job and that you're in trouble. Right. So the seven song superset is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going strong for the next twenty five <laughs> songs in a row with no commercials. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Somebody ain't getting their paycheck on payday. <laughs> so, but here we are. So we were in the middle of conversations about tomorrow's preseason game, and we'll just you know just go ahead and pick pick that up. We were talking about veterans. I threw a couple questions out there, and you know what's the position battle that intrigues you the most? Who is the vet that the Raiders brought in this offseason that you believe will have the biggest impact? And, I mean, we'll go 30 minutes strong, 30 minutes long. Like, that's what, just what we'll do. We could talk about those positions. Uh, we already found out that Trey Lance is on his way to the Dallas Cowboys. That didn't take long. Jeez, that was, uh, that was incredible, man. That happened quick, fast, and in a hurry. So, for me, and this is something I'll talk about on the pregame show tomorrow, you know, guys that I'll be paying attention to, and maybe I'll get a chance to talk to Jason Horowitz or – Lincoln Kennedy or JT, and they'll have a better idea who's going to actually suit up for the silver and black. But I'm looking at these people in particular to see if they can have a big game coming up tomorrow against the Dallas Cowboys. And Meek Robertson, oh, you know what? Now that I say Dallas, no, that wouldn't happen. I was about to say, I wonder if Trey Lance could actually. I was uh, wondering that too. Yeah, but he's not. That's not I mean, it's, it's literally Friday night. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that he's going to be out there uh, tomorrow. I but I want him out there. I Let's just go. I mean, look, the Raiders already kind of saw it. He don't want no more of the Raiders. Exactly. That's why. He already saw what that was like. But anyway, getting back to who I'm looking at to have a solid game on Saturday versus Dallas. Amik Robertson, Sam Webb, David Long Jr. Those are the those are the cornerbacks that I'm looking at. Those guys, because again, the, the room is so so deep when it comes to cornerbacks. So I do think that there's going to be some competition. I honestly believe that Amik Robertson solidified his job. Last uh, last year in preseason game number four, I think he could really solidify his job tomorrow in preseason game number three against the Dallas Cowboys. But he's got plenty of competition. You know, there's there's certain guys I could look at in this cornerback room and say, okay, like I I'm, I don't think they're gonna make it. But you got a Meek Robertson, you got Duke Shelley. I think he's gonna make it. Marcus Peters is gonna make it. Sam Webb, he's in that conversation. David Long is in that conversation. Jacory Bennett's gonna make it. Brandon Faison, he's an interesting one. Because he's been injured most of training camp. Remember, he got injured very early in training camp. Really didn't see too much from him. So he could be a guy on the bubble as well. Tyler Hall, I think he makes it. Nate Hobbs is going to make it. Ike Brown, Bryce Cosby, those two guys will be gone. Uh, Azizi Hearn, I say that with all due respect. I know I said it made it sound like, you know, oh, they're, they're gone. But, I mean, it's just that's the gut feeling. Azizi Hearn, he was a guy that – Sam Darnold and the 49ers, they identified him early and often when, when Sam Darnold got into the game in second half of it. So, uh, yeah, ZZ Hearn, I think he'll be released. Cosby, as I mentioned, I think he'll get released. And Ike Brown. Um, and that's it. So then how many corners did I just keep? I mean, because of numbers game. Amik Robertson is one. Duke Shelley is two. Peters is three. Um, Jacorian Bennett's four. Those four. Tyler Hall's five. Nate Hobbs is six. That's six right there, right? I mean, how many, how many corners are they going to keep, <laughs> right? So, that, I mean, that's, that's a lot of competition right there. So, when I look at 
Amik, Sam Webb, and David Long Jr. going up against each other, they've all got to put their best foot forward to go and try to make that squad. And that's just the cornerback room. You know, the defensive line, looking at Malcolm Kuntz, I think he's had a good couple of weeks. The last couple of weeks of training camp, the preseason games have been really good. I think, uh, I think that he needs to build off that and kind of, like I said, put the nail in the coffin as far as him earning that spot. That'll be, uh, that'll be good for him. You know you're not going to see a guy like Max Crosby out there. You're not going to see Chandler Jones out there. So Malcolm Coons is going to have an opportunity to, to go out there and, and show why he belongs on the team. Matthew Butler, second-year guy, I think that he needs to show something. I really do. You know, I haven't seen too much from him all training camp long, all preseason long, but it, the thing with him is he's only a second-year guy. So it would be hard, a hard pill for this, this staff to swallow, I think, if they were to release him already. And if they do, then that just kind of lets you know who Matthew Butler is, and he just wasn't a good pick. And that's going to happen. There's going to be picks that are just bad. So if they were to move on from him already, that just lets you know that, yeah, that wasn't a good pick. So we'll see what happens if he's out there tomorrow playing, and if he is out there playing, participating in preseason game number three, what exactly are they going to get from him? Wide receivers, another very competitive room. I'm looking at Keelan Cole, Cam Sims, Christian Wilkerson, DeAndre Carter, kind of all on the roster bubble, even though – Gut feeling tells me that DeAndre Carter's made it. So really, Keelan Cole, Cam Sims, Christian Wilkerson. All those guys are different styles. That's what's a big deal. But think about all the wide receivers they have. DeAndre Carter, Philip Dorsett, Hunter Renfro, Chris Lacey, I think he'll be released. Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams. Who else do they have? Cam Sims, Christian Wilkerson, Keelan Cole, Trey Tucker. I mean... That's a lot of wide receivers. They can't keep all those guys. This staff has done a really good job of creating competition at every position. They've done a really good job of creating competition. It's going to be some tough decisions. If Akeelan Cole doesn't make the squad, he'll, he'll probably make someone else's squad. If Cam Sims doesn't make the squad, he'll make someone else's squad. Like there's, there's, there's some things to like about the wide receiver room, but you know you can't keep everybody. So that's that's definitely some competition that uh you know that I'm I'm be looking at and looking forward to tomorrow in preseason game number three. How about the tight ends? Austin Hooper, Jesper Horstead, Cole Fotheringham. I think all three of those guys. I think Austin Hooper is on the on the roster. Bubble. And, and maybe I'm overreacting to what I saw, but it just feels like he hasn't really been the Austin Hooper that he was a couple years ago when he was playing in Atlanta. He just he just wasn't that guy, and I was excited about that one-two punch between Austin Hooper and also uh, Michael Mayer, but oh yeah, we didn't see. We we'll we'll see what happens. What are you oh yeah about, Ari? Uh, I think I've added another uh, facet to our show here. What you do <laughs> now? This, what what are you I doing? I think we have a phone. I think the the phone at least. Uh, oh I, wait, I so we got a can. We connected a string, basically, and, and we connected to the other side of the can and My threw it out Bernard. there and said, "Somebody, <laughs> everybody, somebody, scream!" <laughs> yes, and I can hear him giggle it in in the preview, so I know this is. Uh, I know I'm not about to look stupid right now. So, well, that's hey. You know what? No one is <laughs> half once. the battle. Bernard, welcome to the show, Bernard. What's on your mind? Hey, I was just telling Ari, I was like, man, I miss, I'm, I'm missing my fix, man. I'm going on my iPad, on my phone. I'm like, what, what's going on with this show? I, I, it just all of a sudden, just silence. I was like, I said, well, I guess there's something going on with my internet. I'm like, nope. So then you guys came back online. I was like, all right, cool. It wasn't just me. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but we, it, we were going through some things, but we're good now. 
Okay, just just real quick. I know we're coming down to the last week of preseason, and a, a guy, Q. I'm wondering what your thoughts is. Um, I was watching the the last game, and uh, Adam Butler was just jumping off the screen to me, man. And and do, do I would think that he's going to make the team, but I know he played for New England. He he played for uh for uh, Miami, but uh, he looks like he's he's a keeper, man. So I, I was kind of getting your your thoughts on that. And our DBs, this is something that just drives me crazy. I, I need them to just look back for the ball because it was a play last week. The guy, I think it's number twenty-eight. He had the corner, the uh, receiver pinned to the inside, mm-hmm. and he's jumping up and down like he made a good play. And I'm like, you just would have turned around for the ball. You would, you would have intercepted the ball. It was underthrown. Right. So you know, and I always bug you about getting. I know you talked to Eric Allen, but we need to hear more from that man. And he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think he has fifty-four interceptions. So I don't know why they're doing it to that man. I don't know how many more interceptions you need to get. But Eric Allen is is a is he a Hall of Famer? I think he. I don't know if he had to go through the senior thing or whatever. But I think Eric Allen should be in the Hall of Fame. But uh, what's your thoughts on Adam Butler? Uh, he he. So far, he looks the part, right? He he looks right. like he he definitely could make an impact, especially from that part of the defensive line. You know that the Raiders need as much help as possible. I like what they got so far in him, right? I think they like it too. Uh, he's he's going to be a guy. Uh, I'm I'm actually pretty excited by what he brings to the table, and I think that he's done some some pretty good things so far. Uh, you know, from that, like I said, from that defensive tackle position, uh, maybe maybe put one more, you know, good game on wax. You know, put it on film, and he'll be good to go. But so far, I think that he's done some really good things from the interior, and, and we, that's all we talk about, right? How much the Raiders need some kind of impact player from the interior of their defensive line, and so if they're able to do that, then you know, it's it's uh. <laughs> It, it's it'd be a good thing. I actually have a funny story coming up. We'll close out the show with this funny story I have, but we got a couple calls that I want to get to at 702-365-9200. Let's go out to the phone lines. Let's talk to Raider 66. What's on your mind, 66? Hey, Q. How you doing? Glad you guys got back on the air. I was worried about that. Me too, um, man. My, my weekend was going to be terrible if I couldn't get back on the radio. I know, and, and all of us were uh, going to be feeling terrible for not hearing you. But, no, I wanted to get a quick shout in for uh, – the history of the uh, the series here, the Cowboys and the Raiders. It's uh, it's only been 13 games. The first time they met was in 1974, and the Raiders hold a seven six advantage there. But um, it's it's really something because these two teams back in the 70s and the 80s they were like the premier examples. In the 70s, the AFC was dominant. They won uh, eight of the ten Super Bowls. The other two were won by the Cowboys. In the 80s, it was just the opposite. The NFC was dominant. They won eight of the ten. The other two are won by the Raiders. So they have never met in the postseason. But listen to this. They were one step away from meeting each other in the Super Bowl six times in the first 18 Super Bowls. It would have been incredible. 67, 70, 73, 75, 77, and 1980. All of those years, one or the other lost the conference championship game, so the meeting wasn't there. But can you imagine? It could have been Staubach and Stabler. It could have been the Soul Patrol against the Dallas Cowboys pass offense. It could have been the Raider offensive line against the Doomsday defense. They would have been epic battles, and I just wish at least one of them would have come to fruition, but uh, they did not. Uh, The last uh, three of the last four times that the two have met have been on Thanksgiving. The one exception to to that was, I know you're going to remember this, was the Gene Steratore index card game. Yes. And, uh, that, <laughs> that, yes. That was something else. But I, I know time's short. Go, go ahead. Thank you for the time, uh, Q. Have a great day and a great weekend. Go Raiders. Thank you, Raiders 66. Great call. Great call. Man, that index card game drives me nuts. I still remember exactly where I was sitting in my house in Texas, 
and losing my damn mind when I saw Gene Steratore get confused, kind of looked like he didn't know what the hell he was doing, puts the damn index card in there, and then looks over at the Raiders' sideline and smiles, like gives him a smirk like, you know I'm about to screw you right now, right? <laughs> you know you're about to get it right now, huh? Look out. Here it comes. Like, that's, that's all I could think. And believe me, my description was a lot worse when I wasn't on the radio. <laughs> it sounded like an old Eddie Murphy skit. Let's put it like that. <laughs> now I'm going to win. Now you know that I know that you know that I know that I'm about to, right? I mean, that's all I could think of. <laughs> We're going to count to three. And when I do, you know what I mean? Like anyone who's seen Delirious knows what I'm talking about. Obviously, Delirious probably wouldn't be playing these days, but just saying. I'm throwing it out there. That's all I could think of with the index card. That was the most royal you-know-what job I've ever seen. That dude literally took the card, slid it in between the ball and the, and the, and the yard marker, which, first of all, it was short because there was space enough to put the damn card. So that should have told you already it was short. Like, I'm getting angry again just thinking about it. And then he looks over at Jack Del Rio and had the stones to smile at him. Like, if I was, man, I wanted to knock the taste out of his mouth when he did that. He's lucky I was in Texas. I mean, not that I would have done anything anyway, but still. It's like, are you serious? And that was okay. That should have been that moment where a coach just lost his blanking mind, right? That should have been the time that, and I know that you don't see NFL head coaches get thrown out of games, but that should have been the moment he got thrown out the game. Right, he should have just lost his ish. Man, Raider 66, you got me going now. You got me all fired up, so I better go back. I better get to another call and calm the hell down. Lois Cali Raider, you're up next. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on with you? Chilling, man, chilling. Hey, man, so you should have never said nothing about Denver um, interfering with those calls from yesterday. They got us back for today. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, um, one player I'm interested in seeing is um, Paul Mother's nephew. I believe his name's Paul Lamar. Yeah. I hope he makes his arm to our team, man, because I feel like him with the other pieces that we had are going to beef up our secondary and, you know, have good things for us this season. So that's one thing. Those are so actually a position battles I'm interested in seeing. So hopefully, you know, we get, we get to keep a good amount of those guys and keep this up for the whole season. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, good stuff, man. Lois Cali Raider. And yeah, that's what happens, man. I talked about the Denver area messing with the, messing with the, the phones, and boom, all of a sudden – our, our, our whole station goes crazy. Let me tell you this story, though. This is no joke. This is like real-life story. And I just got reminded about this story from uh, one of the young ladies in our office, Melissa. Melissa does a fantastic job. She might not be the friendliest person all the time, but she, she does a fantastic job. No, she, she'll say it. Ari's laughing like I'm saying She'll tell you. She'll tell you that, you know, she, she has a mean streak every once in a while, which is okay. It's all right to have her. One of her favorite songs is uh, that Amon song. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That and makes he only sense. had one song. Mm-hmm. It took so, me a second, but yes. So every once in a while, she, she could be a little angry, which is cool. That's, that's, that's her MO. But this is what happened today. I got to the radio station probably around 8.30, 8.45 this morning, right? And I walk in, and I'm walking in the parking lot, and there's two sticks leaning up against the board, uh, against the, the, the station. <laughs> and Ari, you've seen them, so you can help me out here. There's two sticks. They're pretty tall, like – Lindsay carries a walking stick with her everywhere for some weird reason, but she does that. That's Lindsay's thing. But these are, like, exotic, right? There's two of them. They're pretty tall. It looks like they got some kind of, like, rabbit fur or something on them wrapped around. They got some bells, like someone was creating a, some kind of 
I don't know, some prom. I don't know. They were doing something for prom or a, I don't know, but they had some bells on it, like something you'd put on a, a stocking for Christmas or something. And it's leaning against the wall there at the radio station. And so the, there was a car that was near it, and it was Steph McKenzie's car. So when I saw Steph in the hallway, I was like, hey, is those, was that your sticks next to your car? She's like, no, I think it was probably like a homeless person's because there's, you know, there's homeless people that uh, are around near our station. I said, oh, okay, they look pretty fancy to be you know, some homeless persons. But then I thought maybe, maybe that's true. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, these things have been like the biggest mystery all day of what they were to the point where Melissa took a picture of them emailed it out to everyone. It was like, if these are your sticks, go get them because they're going to be thrown away. And nobody in the building claimed them at all because they weren't, you know, they weren't anybody's. So then uh, one of our lovely sales ladies, Robin, she identified them as, how did she describe them, Ari? Crumpus something? Uh, some, it's, it's her German some, heritage. It's something about Crumpus, and it's like the anti-Santa and it's voodoo, basically. Uh, okay, so it's some something. bad stuff. Yeah, bad. It's some bad bad-ish. Music. And basically, you're going you're gonna to be in a bad place if, what, the, the, like it's, like someone oh left them there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, no, this is, I, I, I didn't come up with this story. This is the story. I'm, I'm just retelling it. No, I'm just, I'm putting so, all the pieces together. Go on. Right. So, <laughs> anyway, so this, okay, so as the story goes, these things are against the wall. And Robin identifies these as really bad-ish, right, and that they're not good uh, for the building at all. And so I was like, well, I'm not tripping. I'm just going to go throw them away. And Melissa was like, don't do it because it's going to be in our trash can. Someone's got to come and remove them. So anyway, she took it a step further, and she went and looked at our security cameras, which we do have security cameras. So if you're thinking about doing anything silly, we'll catch you on camera. So don't do it. That's just a PSA from me to you. But she went and looked. Somebody dropped these things off at 345 in the morning. 345. They came, leaned them up against the wall of the radio station, and then hauled ass off. And they were out of there. And so Melissa's like, see, I told you. I told you someone's trying to put bad luck on the radio station. They're trying to put some bad juju on the radio station. And I didn't think nothing of it because I just don't get down like that, right? It's just not that's not my that's not my bag. I don't, you know. I like I like I told Melissa, I was like, man, I've been a bruh my whole life. I've had plenty of bad luck, right? <laughs> Ain't no sticks going to give me a bad, bad luck unless it's a mini club, right? <laughs> That's the only stick that I got to worry about, and I'm a law-abiding citizen, so I ain't got to worry about that either. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, see? I just got a text. We, you throw those things away, and, and then we go off the air. Bad juju. So, see? Yep. So, anyway, I didn't touch them. Because I didn't, I decided I wasn't going to touch him. I was like, all right, I'm not going to touch him. I almost, Sylvia went outside to look at him, and she was like, man, I wish I had taken a video or a picture of it so I can tweet it out to the comp listeners to say who left their sticks here. So I almost took a picture of him, and I was going to send them, and I was like, well, I know I don't believe in this kind of stuff, but <laughs> I don't really want to have some bad juju in my phone. Right? That's all I need, right? So I was like, all right, I'm not even going to take a picture. So I didn't take a picture of them or anything. But fast forward to all these hours later, and basically the whole building went off the air. Right? And we've had some bad weather as of late, but it wasn't today. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know all that stuff. I don't know where that all that stuff comes from. I don't believe in all that stuff. Not what even I'm right saying. now, no. <laughs> I don't either, by the way, but as you were, like, telling – it didn't even occur to me, by the way. That's how little I believe in it. I was like, oh, man, this stinks. What, what could have caused this? And as you're saying the story – Melissa texts me, must have been the sticks that caused it. Like, that's, yep. that's the conversation that's going on. Oh, so I don't man. know 
I don't know the origin of these things. I really don't. I honestly it sounds like I don't want to know the origin of them. I can uh, actually one of our listeners. This is pretty much what Robin was saying too. And I will tell you the only reason I know about this, if there's any American Dad fans out there, is because they did something about this on the show years ago. And here we are. It's a Krampusnacht is an old Austrian tale of Krampus, the the antithesis of Santa Claus, a goat-like creature who would scare some bad children at Christmas. That is uh, from someone in the 803. I'm confused. So what's this thing called? Krampusnacht? Krampus, I think, is just an easier word to say, so that's what I'm going to say, whether I'm right or wrong. It's an old Austrian tale of Krampus. And Robin was telling me, I guess, that, like, I don't know, like, it was anti-Santa Claus, and so supposedly, like, you know, this guy Krampus it's or, August. Like, beats up kids. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I heard a lot game. of stuff. Robin's a great storyteller, but I was more just like, okay, I, I don't know. This is weird with sticks. But I will well, also say, uh, I didn't see the picture in the email originally, so I was like, Someone left their stick. I was reading it at, at the face value. Like, yeah. someone left their sticks. You're putting out an email to say someone forgot their sticks. Like, what is this? Is it, is it Lindsay's walking stick? And yeah, right. here we are. Very different than I expected. Well, there you go. So that's the tales of the radio station. Oh, also Doug, Doug Douglas. Shout out to him. Uh, he says, "I think Dwight referenced him in the TV show The Office." You're not a big uh, TV guy. I don't guy. watch. I don't oh, watch man. TV. We gotta get unless it's Law and Order. Order. You. That you and I can bond on that. By the way, that is. Probably the only thing <laughs> TV that we both watch. So that's I don't watch any TV. Ask the wife; she'll tell you. Sports, she'll sports, like, sports, 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 sports. He's a purist. Right, everyone. It. That's it. That's it. Well, there you go. That's the story of. Uh, that's the story of the radio station. That's the story <laughs> of today. Uh, I'm. A, I'm upset, man. We missed our interview with Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick's always great. That would have been some good stuff. Hmm. Let's see. Oh no, it's just, it's the same. Oh, we got the same text again. We got a, a duplicate text on the Christmas story. All right. Oh. Uh, Brad and Concord on another story. <laughs> hey, Q, we've been hearing so many of those weather alert interruptions during the shows this past week. I started to think the worst when you went silent. Glad you're okay. Uh, and you're so right about how they're thinking of, uh, for O'Connell has taken a 180 flip. Uh, yeah, th- thank you, Brad and Concord. We appreciate you. Uh, shout out to, what was it, the Concord Pavilion? Yeah, shout out to the Concord Pavilion, man. We used to go there to... Uh, summer jams used to be there, different concerts that we'd go to back in the Bay. But, yeah, uh, it's so funny. We had Raider Dave call us earlier today, and he was talking about Aiden O'Connell and basically putting him in bubble wrap, you know, saying, hey, don't, don't play him tomorrow. He's got he's to gotta stay healthy, right? It basically, like, protect him in preseason action. And it's like, wow, think about that. And I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. When the Raiders drafted him in the fourth round back in late April, I thought, okay, whatever. This dude's just going to be, you know, he's going to be a glorified backup at best, and next year the Raiders will go into the draft and they'll go find another quarterback uh, if they're in position, right? For the most part, I think that the Raiders will probably draft a quarterback each and every year just because that's the nature of the beast now, especially a late-round a late round pick, and you never know when you, you know, could trade a guy. I mean, hell, Trey, Trey Lance just got flipped, <laughs> right? I mean, not for much. He got flipped for a fourth-round pick, but still, he just got flipped. So you never know when you can move on from a quarterback. All of a sudden, he goes out there and has that, that one game against the Niners. And this is after having an up-and-down training camp. I mean, it's not like training camp. He's been wowing it, right? We had Adam Hill on the show, and he's like, settle down. Settle down. Aiden O'Connell, he's, he, he doesn't even have some good throws in training camp. And then all of a sudden, he goes out against San Francisco, and he looks good. He looks really good. And it's like, okay, it's only preseason game number one. Let's just, let's just take it with a grain of salt. Let's not get, you know, ahead of our skis here. Let's make sure that everything is good. And then he goes out against the Rams. After, you know, being the third quarterback in, 
and looked pretty good too. So now me, I'm like, I just can't wait till Saturday just so I can see him play again because I want to see. And then Raider Dave's like, hold up, slow your roll, Q. Slow your roll, sir. <laughs> just uh, let that guy sit in some bubble wrap. And, uh, yeah, just in case, just in case Jimmy G goes down, we need uh, backup quarterback Aiden O'Connell. That's just funny how the narrative has changed so quickly. That was not very long ago where we, none of us had any idea what Aiden O'Connell was going to be. Now we're talking about him as, like, no doubt, the, uh, you know, the, the backup quarterback. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. <laughs> just when Wendy tweeted at me, I can't believe you missed reporting on the biggest story today. 35 minutes ago, Trey Lance trade. Yeah, I know. I know. The minute that we go off the air Literally. is with all the breaking news. The only thing I was glad that didn't happen is that Josh Jacobs all of a sudden agreed to a deal while we were off the air. There would, you want to talk about something that would have drove me nuts? That would have drove me nuts. I would have been doing what Ari was doing uh, up and down the hallway, <laughs> kicking the air. <laughs> he was – I mean, really, I wish you could have seen him for one minute. I wish we had video because Ari was at his all-time best. He was kicking and punching at the air, and I think he was whooping that air's ass too. I don't think the air had a chance. Anger is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so thank you, Just Win Wendy. I appreciate that. Uh, also got a, uh, see a, a tweet from uh, Dolby Raider. He said, uh, hey there, and a wife about to go out on the town. Oh, you're leaving already? Right now? I don't even get a goodbye? Oh, wow. She done got her dress on. <laughs> She's like, I'm out. See you, sucker. <laughs> Happy hour. Here she comes. Look out, world. Bye, wife. All right, she's gone. Dolby Raider said, the common Christmas expression is thought to be derived from a Western European folklore known as Krampus, the uh, mythological figure who is half goat. I was right. Didn't I say it looked like a uh, – like yep. oh, no, I said rabbit. Never mind. Kidding. Uh, who is half goat, half demon, is the evil twin of St. Nicholas and was supposedly invented in the Middle Ages to discipline kids, according to National Geographic. So I ask you this, Ari. <laughs> I ain't the smartest guy in the world. I never, asked, I never claimed to be. Who in the world thought that we needed some discipline in the building? That's been the mystery. Uh, I, I think the first question is, who, who, who got up at 3 in the morning and said, oh, all right, it's time to do that thing that I was going to do, and uh, I'm going to go over there and, and take care of this. Like, I say that about when people tweet about celebrities. Like, you had the time to sit there and, you know, take a shot at, you know, this athlete or whatever. You actually put your whole day – I mean, do you normally wake up at 3 in the morning? I don't know. I also – I will be honest. We really just – we currently don't have – I'm trust me, I know everyone. We don't have, like, a disgruntled employee, ex-employee. We don't. So, I – What about homeboy? No, I mean – yeah, but I don't know. I think he, <laughs> oh, we're all discussing. He doesn't get, I know, we don't like, have to do all read that. between the lines. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, we're all being we're all being sloppy now and messy. I'll I can't believe I'm just kind of I'm surprised. The wife's just bouncing. It's like I gotta go. Did y'all get your prizes? Everybody going to LL Cool J show? <laughs> There's no problems, right? <laughs> oh man, do we have tickets? Oh, you know what? We do actually. <laughs> we have a pair of tickets. <laughs> yes. Before you get to that, uh, let's take caller nine. I just want to uh, let everyone know that's listening. We are gonna be uh, going. Uh, Doug Douglas working overtime, getting us, and we'll be having. Uh, we'll be back on at five p.m. like it normally is with programming. So, okay. can keep it locked right here, on Raider Nation Radio. Do I need to go an extra hour? Do we need to make up for this, or what do we need to do? I mean, that's a Q question, isn't it? <laughs> let me I consult mean, my. Let me consult my I program director. Talk to the boss. Hey, Q. <laughs> well, I mean, look. <laughs> The wife just left for happy hour, apparently. That's one boss right there. <laughs> Man, she done left. She was all dressed up. I, I think I seen her wear that dress once. <laughs> all right. 
Uh, I'm just going to pivot off of that. And, yes, while you finish up, go ahead, uh, everybody, if you can uh, – See, was like, I'm out. Right. Well, I'm just – I'm running out of time. You know, always rushing. So, please give no, me – No, we, we ain't out of time. She just said, I'm out, Q. No, we – I'm out. I'm right. out. I'm out of time. So, I would do with a please call right now, 367-02-365-9200. Give me caller number nine and get you uh, the very last pair of tickets here for this Yeah, you want to go see LL – you want to see the Force Live, the Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Salt and Pepper, Ice T, MGM Grand Garden Arena, Arena, September second, eight p.m. Ari's got your tickets. He's standing by. Are we done? Is that it? Uh, we got a ninety seconds. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I don't, like I don't know how we're doing it. I'm, I'm trying my best to be like you know not not so uh, not behind the scenes, but everybody knows what's going on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You look, look, we're in a bad clock, place, man. You can we're see. in a bad place. <laughs> I just talked for thirty minutes straight, man. It's like I'm doing a damn podcast. Right. Vegas P said, please remind all those outofmarketraiders.com is showing the Cowboys game. So anyone out of market, raiders.com will show the game if you're looking for it. Again, all out of market cats, according to Vegas P, raiders.com. Vegas P, thanks for that PSA. I appreciate you. Raider James said, the fourth preseason game meant all the bubble players would play. Now that we only have three preseason games, do you think we'll see the bubble players on display tomorrow? Yes, I absolutely do. Why not? Somebody's got to play. Might as well be the bubble players, right? I mean, you really can't decipher – who's a bubble player and who's not if you don't have them out there on the grass. So I do think that you'll see the bubble players, and those are the guys that I was talking about a little earlier uh, in, the, you know, in the show is, is guys like uh, Amik Robinson, guys like Malcolm Koontz, guys like Austin Hooper, guys like you know, Keelan Cole, Cam Sims, right? guys like that. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I believe that those guys will be out there, and they need to be out there. So there you go. We got a text. Cowboys just signed Trey Lance. Yeah, they made the trade for him. That's crazy. That, that happened fast. That went really quickly. We were just talking about just the other day, yesterday, is there a chance that they trade for him, like that someone makes a trade for him, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, not only did someone trade for him, it's over. So there you go. So it's all, all good. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to do it for us. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties that we had. It's some damn sticks that were outside apparently. We apologize for that. And uh, Ari – Fantastic job navigating and, and fighting through uh, everything that you fought through to make sure that we are good to go. Have a great day. It's Radish Radio 920.